We are honored to welcome Commissioner Joe Pellucci here to our opening day special. It is Futures League opening day here in 2023. Joe, how you doing today? I'm good, Owen. How you doing, buddy? Doing well. It is year five for you as you've been the commissioner since 2019, and it's another opening day. How excited are you to get started here for the 2023 summer? Yeah, I'm excited. I mean, it's it's been uh, it's been a productive off season. Um, everybody's been working really hard to to get their teams up and running. Uh, we just had a great tryout, open tryout um, last week with, with a lot of uh, a lot of great talent there. I know um, I know all of our coaches and general managers are uh, chomping at the bit to get started. Yeah, and before we get too much into this year, I do want to talk about how we ended things last year with a great championship series between Nashua and Vermont. Nashua ends up coming away with their sixth title, and they look for title number seven this season. What were your thoughts on the end of last season and the way that that series played out? Yeah, I mean, it was it was an electric series from the, from the start. I mean, you know, in the crowds, both at, at, at Nashua and uh, especially in Burlington, we're, we're up for the challenge. I mean, it was... It was because of the fans, I thought, you know, it elevated the play on the field for sure. Um, and it was just a, it was just a great series and a great story with Nashua too. I mean, I think that they started off, they were in last place for, for a long time early on in the season and they just keep, kept progressing and, 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 and made the playoffs and then had that great run and, and certainly a great championship series. So it, it was exciting. It was, a, it was, a, it was a great thing for the league overall. Yeah, it was great for the league overall, and we expect a similar championship series here in 2023, but that's not till August. we got to get through opening day first here. But one thing about this year that's, I guess, unique in terms of other years is the fact that we have the same eight teams yet again, which, again, we've had a lot of turnover the last couple years. So what does it mean to you to have that consistency in the league after, again, a few years of a lot of turnover? Yeah, I mean, it makes makes the offseason – it makes it easier for us to get work done in the off season um, and, and, to, and to do things that will will make the league better, right? It will help build the league when we have that continuity. Um, as you said, Owen, you know, a couple years uh, prior, we weren't sure, you know, if we were going to have teams in or teams out. And, um, you know, the fact that we just have eight really strong organizations um, with great owners and, and great front office staff, um, just like I said, it makes it a lot easier. So, it's a, an extremely strong league. You know, the number of teams doesn't matter whether it's eight or, or 16 or 20 or whatever. It doesn't matter as long as, uh, like I said, these the organizations are strong top to bottom. And that's exactly what we have. Yeah, we have eight very strong organizations that we're excited to see take the field here on Wednesday. And we talk about consistency, and that includes the players on the field, too, as a number of guys are back this summer, including Jimmy Evans in Vermont, Manny Ramirez Jr. in Brockton, among others. What does that say about the league and how great it is that guys continue to keep returning to this league uh, year after year? Uh, I mean, it says a lot. I mean, I think, you know, one of the, the, the best things about the Futures League is is our facilities, um, how we treat our players, you know, with the, with the, the post-game meals and um, you know, we have great host families. Um, so, you know, for kids to want to come back and compete in this league um, year after year, it says that, you know, we're doing something right here, you know, and it's the, the competition on the field just gets better and better every year as we continue to get, um, you know, better prospects in here. So for those kids, like especially the two kids that you named for them to want to come back um, and uh, and show their stuff in our league, I, I think it, it speaks volumes of, of the work that 
you know, our general managers and, and, and front office staff do to, to make it a positive experience for them. Absolutely. And from players who have been here to new players, we have Marika Lissick coming into the Futures League for the first time this season. She will be the first female player in Futures League history. What does it have mean to have Marika in the league and to join other powerful women in this league, including Margot Doulet, who became the first female manager to manage a game last season? Yeah, Margot was a great story for sure. Um, and, you know, to have Marika in here uh, this year is, is going to be exciting. You know, it's it's going to be great for the organization. Um, I know she's going to be staying with, um, you know, a high school friend of mine and, and her family. Uh, they're really excited to have her uh, stay with them for the summer. Um, but, it you know, it just shows, you know, how strong our league is, right? And, you know, how people want to come here. They want to play in this league. Um, I, I think it's going to be an exciting summer for her, exciting summer for the fans there in Brockton and for the entire league. So, yeah, I'm excited to see her play. And obviously this league is very famous for its promotions, whether it's uh, hot dog night in Vermont or or firework Fridays, whatever it may be. Are there any promotions on the calendar for any teams that you in particular are looking forward to seeing this season? Um, yeah, I mean, so my favorite one last year was the the dog of the day that Brockton did. Um, they would pick a, um, a visiting a player on the, on the visiting on the opponent team. And um, if they struck out every, all the fans got free hot dogs. So I did enjoy that one. I thought that was funny. Um, but uh, this year Worcester is um, they're going to have a, a quote unquote bad mascot. So um, the other teams are going to be, uh, providing jerseys for this mascot. So every game that Worcester plays in, um, there's going to be a little uh, battle between their their mascot and, uh, and the other team. So I think that'll be a fun thing for the fans to witness. Yeah, that'll be fun. And we're excited for that fan engagement that I'm sure the teams are cooking up for this season. Hold on, we'll get right back to Back to the Futures. But first, we want to share a message from our friends at 78 Sports. Do you have kids playing baseball or softball? We all know practice time is limited, especially here in New England, not to mention the cost of lessons and cage time can add up very quickly. Save yourself time and money by giving your kids what they need to work on their game at home. Our friends at 78 Sports can help you put together the perfect at-home training setup. Whether you want to start small with just a tee and a net, or looking to set up a full cage with turf and a pitching machine, they have you covered. And I've used their stuff before, I've seen their facilities, they definitely cover everything. The team at 78 Sports design and install hundreds of at-home and commercial sports training facilities, so let them help you find the perfect setup for your space. Visit the 78 Sports website at 78sports.com. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-Y, the number eight, sports.com. For a limited time only, by just mentioning Back to the Futures, you'll receive a 10% discount off your order. That's S-E-V-E-N-T-Y, number eight, sports.com. Now, back to your regularly scheduled programming. Before we return to Back to the Futures, we want to share a message from our friends at Zorian Back Company. Rob Zorian started the company, Zorian Back Company, in 2003, literally out of the trunk of his car in Davie, Florida. Within two years, he was selling his wood bat line to Major League Baseball and continues to manufacture the highest grade wood bats for Litter League all the way up to the majors. Rob Zorian, founder and president of Zorian, says, I started the company in 2003 to service all baseball players in the United States and beyond. And after 19 years, our mission has not changed. We are very excited to have the opportunity to work with the Futures League and wish all of our players and coaches a healthy and successful season ahead. 
For more information about Zorian, visit their website, zorianbats.com. Zorian, America's baseball brand. Now, back to Back to the Futures. And last year and the year before that, the All-Star Game was in New Britain, but it is moving north this season. It'll be in Burlington, Vermont for the 2023 All-Star Game. What led to that decision and how excited are you to see the Midsummer Classic heading to Burlington? Yeah, so, I mean, what led to the decision? I mean, um, you know, Burlington wanted it. I mean, they, they um, you know, our, our, our process is any, any organization that's interested in hosting the All-Star Game they'll uh, do a presentation at our, our winter meetings um, and Burlington kind of made it known that they were interested. And, and I think the entire league really wants to see an all-star game up there just because, you know, the ballpark is, is great. It's everybody loves, you know, although it's a long drive, everybody loves going up there. Um, the, just the atmosphere, what they've done to the stadium is incredible. Um, I'm excited to see what type of show that they're going to put on. I mean, they're, they're a first class organization there. Um, you know, led by CJ Newton. And um, like I said, it, it's going to be, it's going to be a great event. So we're all looking forward to going up there for, for the all-star game. Yeah. And for the fans, when they head up there, I know we've been up there a few times. Is there anything that you think that they should look out for when they're in Burlington? I mean, the entire city is, is beautiful, you know, especially in the summertime. I know we've enjoyed um, going out on church street with all the, all the shops and the restaurants downtown there. Um, which is, a, what is it, a five-minute, quick five-minute ride from uh, from the stadium and from where the hotels are that the people usually stay at. So it's um, if you've never been to Burlington, Vermont, you know, it, it's a beautiful place to be in the summertime. So it's uh, not only is it going to be fun to take in the Home Run Derby and the All-Star Game, but just the the, the sightseeing in, in, the, um, in the, the, the shops and restaurants up there are just second to none. Yeah, it should be a great time at the All-Star Game this summer. And I wanted to ask this because you are a coach, you coach high school baseball, and we have many guys this summer coming in and taking over the reins for the Futures League. What is your advice to these new managers this summer about taking taking the reins for these teams for the first time and potentially having their first head coaching opportunities? Yeah, it's a great question. Um, just to have fun with it, really. I mean, the, the, the we've got some great players in this league, right? So it, it's it's almost like, you know, they're not really coaching, they're they're managing the game, right? And they're um, you know, having an opportunity to develop these players, these elite, already elite players, trying to develop their games, um, you know, both on and off the field, right? So I know a lot of coaches will get to the ballpark at, you know, noontime for, uh, you know, for a six or seven o'clock game and work in the batting cages with these guys, you know, but, uh, you know, the fun part for them is to be able to watch the game and watch these kids perform at a, at a high level. So, you know, I guess my advice would be prepare yourself for the grind because it's, you know, with a 64 game schedule, you know, I don't know what it is. We play 64 games in about 74 days, um, you know, so it is an absolute grind for them. So they need to be prepared for that, but it certainly is fun, um, you know, with the atmosphere that the fans provide and the level of play on the field. I think these guys are going to really enjoy themselves this summer. Yeah, it's going to be fun to see these new managers taking over and seeing what they've got on the field. And opening day gets started on Wednesday, as I mentioned, with two games very early at 1030, which are normally our education days. And I think that uh, holds true for the two games that are early on in the day. How important do you think those games are for the league, getting the kids out there and, and trying to show them uh, our brand of baseball? 
Oh, it's it's really important. I mean, I, I wish we could do more of the education days, to be honest with you. It, it's so, you know, I'm looking forward. I'll, I'll be in Worcester uh, tomorrow. I'm looking forward to that. Um, it's just so fun to see the, the look on these kids' faces when they're at the ballpark and they're enjoying a hot dog and, you know, and they're watching the different promotions, whether it's people shooting T-shirts into the stands or whatnot. But, um, you know, these are you know, it's called the Futures League, right? And these are future fans for, for life, hopefully, that, that, we're, that we're reaching out to. So um, it's great to see these stadiums sold out for these games, which it almost always is. And um, like I said, I wish we could do, do more of these education games because they certainly are fun for all the fans. Yeah, we certainly look forward to those games all season long, but in particular, to, uh, tomorrow we're recording this on Tuesday here for opening day. And final question for you. You've had plenty of opening days, whether it was a play, as a player, as a coach, and now with the Futures League. What is your favorite opening day memory all the time? Oh, my, that's a great question. Um, probably going to uh, Red Sox opening days when I was a kid. I think I probably went to two or three of them, um, you know, maybe when I was like seven or eight years old or something like that. And, you know, just it's, you know, it's obviously it's a cliche, but it just kind of signifies the beginning of the summer for everybody. Right. And I just, those, those are great memories. And, and uh, I'm sure you probably have similar ones to that. I know, um, you know, a lot of people, you know, Fenway park is sold out for every opening day, probably for the last 50 years or whatever it is. So um, it's probably that it's probably the Red Sox, but, you know, like I said, it's just, um, it, it's the, the, the thought of, you know, a new season starting from the beginning and, um, you know, having a chance to build on that. So opening day is always exciting for everybody, whether it's a fan or a player or a coach or whatever. Yeah, we are excited for our opening day and the start of the Futures League summer here on Wednesday. Commissioner Joe Pellucci, thank you very much for joining me today. And uh, we can't wait for the summer. Thanks, Owen. I appreciate it.